0: Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash booklaunch.
1: Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the Podcast Review Show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, PodcastreviewShow.com.
0: Welcome to the Podcast Review Show. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. This is where we bring somebody on and uh, we tell them what they're doing right and maybe point out some things that they might want to try just a little differently. Uh joining me as always is is my co-host, the one and only podcast talent coach, Eric K. Johnson. How's it going, buddy? Very
1: well, Dave. How are you?
0: Good. And tonight, we have Lionel from com, And this is not uh, male modeling where he's going to flex his pecs, but it's actually about uh, model trains. And I've learned so much about uh, model trains. And, Eric, you were saying that back in the day?
1: Back in the day, yeah. I, I, I tried to get my little guy into trains, too, because I still have my trains around. I still have my N-scale trains, and... uh Broke him out, and when he was younger, he was into it quite a bit. No, not so much. So it's still just me. Well, even yeah,
2: the – I was going to say, going to say, Dave, if you really want to be like in the know, it's model railroading, not model trains. Oh, it's model railroading. Sorry. Yeah. See,
0: already, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the loop.
1: <laughs> you, you own trains, but you're a model railroader. Yeah, exactly.
2: Got it. All right, I will write that down. <laughs> uh, especially, especially when you're trying to impress the girls. <laughs> Yes, indeed.
0: Well, Lionel, what what inspired you to start the podcast?
2: What inspired me to start the podcast was I was on another another fellow had a podcast that he, uh, Tom Barbelay, and he, uh, my friend, and uh, said, "Oh, you got to come on and talk to Tom." And I really didn't want to because, in the world of model railroading, I'm actually. I'm actually kind of a pseudo-celebrity, and I'm like, oh, if I go on there, they're going to want to you know the, know the secrets of the universe according to me, and I really didn't want to do it. And, <laughs> and so we got on. So finally, they talked me into it, and I like talking, and we were talking, and, you know, yeah, they wanted to know the secrets of the universe according to Lionel for model railroading. And then I was on it a couple of times, and I was always interested in the people in, mo- in model railroading, not just the hobby. And one night, we were talking to this fellow, Terry Terrence, and he's saying, and he was an electro electronics whiz, and he's going yada yada yada. And I know this because when I was developing the cockpit for the Black Hawk helicopter, and I'm like, whoa, 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 let's back that bus up a couple of stops. You were, de- and I said, can I ask a question? And they're like, yeah. And said, I said, you said you're, you 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 developed the cockpit? Yeah. He said, I was on the team that did that and built, you know, that helicopter. And I'm like, I want to talk to this guy. Well, nobody wanted to talk about the people they only wanted to talk about the trains and i thought well i want to i want to talk to the people so under the guise of a podcast well that ah, i'll ah, it might be fun i'll interview a couple of people and and i mix it you know it's if you belong to a model railroad club 60 percent of the talk is your life and sports and your favorite team and this and that and the next thing and 40 percent of it is about model railroading and i thought well that'd be kind of a neat concept of you're talking to people about the hobby as well as about their life, and I thought, gee, maybe me and three other people listened to it, and it kind of took off and went from there.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the description in uh, Apple Podcast says all modelers have a life, but uh, what do we? But wait, all have a life, but what do we know of it? This podcast is as much about people in model railroading uh, as uh, has it. Wait. Let's see if Dave can read this podcast is as much about the people in model railroading has it as about the hobby itself. Hmm. Okay. I think we found one thing that might be just, yeah, a little bit. I
2: haven't read that. I wrote that three years ago. So <laughs> well, that's
0: me. Every time I read mine, I'm like, when did I write this? Ooh, that's bad. Uh, I've, I've I'm glad you pointed that out. He says, I've met so many interesting people in the hobby over the years. I decided it would be fun to share their backstories with everyone else. So come along with me, Lionel Stang Strang." Uh, as we discover just how many fascinating folks there are in this great hobby of ours. So, and uh, Apple, if you could quit putting gray text on a gray background, that might make it easier to read as well. Holy cow. Yeah, the website is a modeler's life, and that's just uh, a model as an M O D E L. Uh, then add an ERS, ERSLife.com, and you'll find it right there. So, we're going to listen to the first 90 seconds. I was trying to figure out where a place to, to cut this off. So, we're going to listen to the first 90 seconds. Please let me know if you guys, that's the one thing we didn't check. I'm hoping you guys can hear this.
2: There. There, I think I got it. Hey Bruce, Bruce Kelly. Yes. Super, yes, Lionel, super fan number one. Do you Do you have that on your business card? Not yet. All right. <laughs> uh, we're here with the young gun, Shane, the young gun. Yeah. How old? Are, I'm sixty three. How old are you, Bruce? You're I'm going to be sixty. I'm going to be sixty four in August. So we're both sixty three right now, which is a hundred and six, and Shane is twenty. Yep. yep. So he's like not even a fifth of our combined age. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm still under a third of both of your guys' yeah, age. Yeah, I really. know. Yeah, really. By three years.
2: And yet you seem to know three times as much as we do when it comes to trains, wouldn't you say, Bruce? That's true. Yeah, how yeah. does that work out? That's because he's grown up with the intranet. Yeah.
3: How, when I also do, grew up on the philosophy of sit down, shut up, and you may learn something.
2: There you go. So yeah. how, how, what's your earliest remembrance of the WWW?
0: Mine? Um, I want to say. And that's where I stopped it because it's 90 seconds in. And I'm, my first impression was, and this is where, Eric, you can chime in. All those sound effects probably make so much more sense to you than they did to me.
1: Yeah, most of them, okay. uh, not not all of them, but I did like the kind of the way we stumble into the kind of thing like is this thing on sort of intro because it was unique. You're listening for the sound effects and trying to pick out what each one of them were. I was hoping we would roll from that into sort of an intro of the show. Here's the name of the show. Here's what the show is all about that. I didn't get from the intro. The I, I love the creativity uh, part of the intro. We just needed to add a, a touch of structure to it to tell me what the show is all about. what who, What is the podcast? Uh, what's the podcast all about? And who's actually on the show? Because Lionel, I don't know that in, in that 90 seconds, we actually said your name. I know we said the other two guys. And I like the way that you develop your characters a little bit. Like you two guys are the 60-year-olds, and he's the 20-year-old whippersnapper, and yet he knows more than you guys know. We're defining our characters really well. I, I'd like, since there's so many people on this show, I'd like to hear you use your names a little more so I can I, – since it's the first time listening to the show, right. I can pick out who's who. I can match voice with name, voice with name, voice with name. Uh, and that, that's important to do when you have a cast of characters on a show. Yeah. Even when it's a two-person show, like with Dave and I, it's important that I say, uh, Dave, what do you think about that? And then Dave starts talking. So then the listener goes, oh, that's Dave's voice. And then right, he says, yeah. Eric, what do you think about that? And then I start talking. He goes, oh, that's Eric's voice. And so we're using each other's names a lot because it's an audio medium and not a visual medium. Making that connection is important. I I love the creativity of the intro. I think we just need to add a little bit of structure to it, and you'll be right where
2: you need to be. I think that's all really good criticism. And I always say to everybody, Boy, I can hardly wait till I get good at this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The discussion that you went into there was like, when was the first time you saw the internet? And that was actually kind of an interesting discussion my only thing that I, and this is where I'm glad we talked about like why you do the show and kind of your focus isn't just trains, trains, and more trains. That sheds a whole new light on what I was thinking about. Cause there's a lot of this uh, podcast that isn't about trains at all. I mean, I got a, a lesson in electricity. I had yeah. a lesson in a whole bunch of stuff. Um, So that makes much more sense. Cause that was going to be kind of my one and only thing was like, you guys don't talk about trains all the time, uh, <laughs> but I see that, but I'm, I'm with Eric. I think uh, I, I love Eric's analogy of your podcast is kind of like a bus. And if you think about it, every bus has a, like, Hey, here's, where we're going. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, just, Hey, this is the show where, and I, I think some of us think, well, they, they saw that in iTunes or they saw it in the phone. Well, sometimes people just, you know, happen to find you. And if it's.
2: Yeah, exactly. I you know, I often, I was ahead. just going to I was just going to say often the guys that are on the show, they'll refer to something local and I'll say to them, well, you got to remember there's people in Australia listening to this. So they have no idea what you're talking about. So I try to describe it, but you're right. Yeah. I'm not very good at, at, you know, kind of keep, like I say, I can hardly wait till I get good at it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The fact that you're 90 some episodes in, it's easy to forget that people might be starting with this episode. They may have just Mm -hmm. discovered the show, so I think it's important. A lot of people, if you look at the statistics, discover podcasts because somebody told them about it. You, oh, you know what? If you like that podcast, you're going to love this one. Check it out. So I go on and I find a modeler's life and I hit play because right. my yeah. buddy told me about it. If more than fifty percent find out about your podcast that way, it's important that we tell them what's it what it's all about right up front. As I was listening to the show and critiquing it, I had the same thoughts that Dave had. And that's, man, we talk about a lot of stuff that's not model railroading on this show. And because at the beginning you didn't tell me that's what we do on this show, I didn't know. Right. Right. At the beginning of the show, if you were to come on and say, hey, welcome to uh, Modeler's Life, um, this is where we talk about model railroading and and the people behind it and the stories that make them who they are or something like that. So we go, oh, okay. So we're talking about what, lionel's all about when he's not a model railroader yeah so so i know some of that stuff so when we get into the fact that your guest is a uh uh, works on power lines and we get into power connectors and we get into remembering the first time on the internet and stuff like that i know why we're doing that you know if i was just a model railroader and i play and i thought well why are we talking about the internet i thought we were going to talk about you know, yeah. why I can't make my 90 degree bend match up with my other 90 degree bend because, you know, I
2: need an extender or something. And it, and
0: that's the wrong color of yellow for a Chelsea. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what? Yeah, that's a really good point. I've gotten really good at the end of the shows going, OK, uh, if you want to email us, it's mm-hmm. uh, modelerslife at gmail.com. Our, our website is such and such. You can find links and I've gotten really good at that. So, yeah. All I need to do at the start of the show is go, okay, so it's a modeler's life. I'm Lionel. This is such and such and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And just build up a little kind of thing for that. That's a very good point.
1: Yeah. You may give you, where you have the young gun on, you may give you and your other partner a little moniker there. So we know kind of if, if you're the, uh, you know, you're the godfather of the show and the other guys, the, you know, what the yeah. comic relief or whatever, You know, you kind of have your personalities, your characters that you play on the show. Yeah, they call me the evil overlord. Yeah, (laughs) sure. There you go. And so and by just by saying that we know you're the guy running the show. What it does is it makes the people who are here every single week comfortable because they know they're in the right spot. And they go, oh, yeah, there's Lionel, the evil overlord. You know, they, they, they know they go through the cast of characters with you. It's like sitting down watching your favorite sitcom. And you see the intro and you sing along with the intro yeah, and, you know, yeah. and then, you know, they're like five season into it and they change the intro and you're like, what, what, uh, what do they do? They just change the intro. That's not the same pictures I'm used to seeing. And so that you kind of want to build that comfort at the front. So it makes your regular listeners comfortable and it makes the new listeners uh, feel like they're included in the club.
2: Yeah, okay, I think I'm going to give myself a tip of the hat because I thought, you know, I'm going to hook up with these guys and I think they're going to help me. And look at that already. You have, so
1: there you go. <laughs> that's our gig. That's well, what then, we do.
2: The, the one, there was one clip that I was kind
0: of across and I love the discussion. Well, let me just play it. Then I'll, I'll explain my thoughts on this and you can.
2: I wonder when, when should we ask him, Shane and Bruce, let's do it. We'll have a three-way vote. We have a tie breaking three guys. We have a tie. When should we ask him about what's neat this week and Ken Patterson?
3: i want to talk about how well i don't know well
2: go That's ahead great what do you question what do you want to talk to him about i know you're dying to talk to him too
3: well the you know the weathering and whatnot but that'll that'll comes down the line with it well
2: let's do well okay so i think we've pretty much covered how he got to where he is today he and he's gonna get back he'll get back into cars
3: okay well do you mind if i ask the next question then? No,
2: i don't mind at all
3: awesome jason how did you start how did you get started into weathering
0: then so when I heard that, I was like, "That was a good discussion to have." Because you're kind of like, "Hey, we've made it through the the first turn, the second turn. Where do you guys want to go now? Um, do you do any kind of post editing?" Yeah, yeah, I yeah
2: I, or, yeah, I I do some post editing. I I take out if I, somebody's coughing, or I try to keep it pretty minimal.
0: Yeah, because I just when I just heard it, I thought you could have just gone to his question instead of the discussion
2: yeah. and you know it's yeah the problem is i love to hear myself talk <laughs> <laughs> here uh, this is what i say to every this is what i say if you heard enough of the podcast you will hear me say the reason i started this podcast was so that i could hear the sound of my own voice <laughs> that's awesome
1: <laughs> <laughs> on on the other side of the coin from where dave is i didn't have i didn't i didn't so much mind that part of all right, well that's pretty cool. Now where do you want to take this whole journey now? To me, the way that you've structured this whole show as a as four guys sitting around the table, having beers and just shooting the gip about model railroading and life, you know, like a like a conversation would go. Sometimes you talk about railroading and and other times you kind of get into, you know, the discussion you had with your wife last weekend and then we're back to model railroading and then what's going on at work and then we're back to model railroading. And to me, the conversation ebbed and flowed like that. And the fact that you want the show to be more about the people than about model railroading. I didn't have as much of a a disheartening concern about that conversation because that's kind of what happens when when you're hanging out with buds. The conversation just kind of slows down and then you're like, all right, well, that's an awkward silence. What do you want to do now? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Then we kind of go into another. That's sort of the vibe of the show. You know, if it it were more polished show and you did a lot more editing of the show and tightening everything up, by all means, take that part out and let's let's make it an actual interview. But this isn't an interview. This is just guys sitting around talking for ninety minutes.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing I did like about the show is you all have great chemistry together and you play off each other nicely and you kind of crack on each other. I was laughing the fact that you're cracking on the guest and he's cracking right back. (laughs) I thought
2: that was pretty cool. That was the way my wife described it. She said, it sounds like guys sitting around a bar having a beer, shooting the crap. And that's pretty much what I've gone for all the way. I think I was lucky because I didn't really, I've, you know, like I didn't really care if anybody listened to it. I wanted to do it for myself because I like talking to people. And then it turned out other people like listening to me, talking to people.
1: Those are usually the best shows when you do it because you want to do it and you have the passion for it. And you really don't care if a lot of people listen. You just want to do a good show that you can enjoy. That's usually when the
2: audience comes.
0: And just kind of in that same vibe, I thought this was actually kind of funny. Uh, Here's a clip.
2: Oh, okay. And uh, who's working on stuff? (laughs) Somebody's working on something. I hear clicking. That's that's not me. Uh, I've got a feeling that Shane, what are you working on, Shane?
3: I, uh, okay. t- Tony Cook hands me stuff for MRN all the time, so I got this Walther's 130 foot engine but If I'm making too much sound, I'll quit. No, no, I no, I, no, no,
2: I don't mind. It's kind of, kind of yeah. has actually, kind of has a romantic sound to it. You're doing, <laughs> you you're
3: doing, <laughs> I think windows out of the skeleton. Yeah, huh? you're,
2: you're doing it just at the right pace. It just sounds like you're modeling quietly in the background at a nice <laughs> pace. So I thought it was kind of funny.
0: You know, on one hand, you could go, wait a minute, if you're doing the show, like. Can we have your undivided attention for a little bit? But on the other hand, it got you guys kind of on the road to talking about trains. Like, what the heck are you working on? Um, yeah. So, Eric, did you have any kind of weird reaction to that at
1: all? Or No, I thought that was kind of cool because it's like we're sitting around the shop. You know, you're sitting around your workbench. You're working on your stuff. And, you know, it's like guys that, that have a wood shop, you know, a woodworking shop. And they're all the, the, the neighbors are coming over with their beers. What are you working on? Oh, you know, I'm just kind of building this hutch that. Uh, or I'm repairing the doors on the China cabinet or something. And you just sit around the garage and you, you chat about nothing, chew the fat while you're working on your project. And that's kind of what this felt like is we're sitting around the workshop, we're working on our projects and just talking about whatever kind of comes around. And, and, you know, you just have happen to have a guest come over, you know, the guy from around the corner and down the street dropped in today. And we're going to talk to him about what he does.
0: Yeah. Cause we had talked about the internet. We talked about whatever he was working on. Uh, then there was a discussion about Canada. And then finally, at the at about the 10-minute mark...
2: All right, so how old are you? I'm 30. Okay, so how long have you been in the hobby? How, did you start out like everybody else as a kid?
4: Yeah, basically. Um, I'd have to say I was probably six or sevens when I got my first HO scale train set.
0: So that, that was my only thought, is at 10 minutes, you finally start talking about trains. And that's where... For me, not knowing at the time that this is not just about trains, but about other topics as well. I was kind of I thought 10 minutes to get to anything train related might be a bit of a stretch. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. And 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 I felt the same way because I didn't know the show wasn't just about trains. Had we had like we talked about that intro set up, it wouldn't have bothered me that we took us 10 minutes to actually ask our guest anything about him. But it, to, to me, it felt like it took a long time to get to the meet. Now, where it goes from here, and he talks about his dad getting him into trains, that connected with me because that's how we all get into trains for the yeah. most part. Unless our buddy has trains and they get us into it, we get into model railroading because our dads were into model railroading. That's what they did. That was their hobby, and they kind of passed it down to us. And uh, I loved that story, and I love the fact that you got him to tell that story That was this. That was this is probably my favorite part of the show. And I think that's probably why I said, Man, why did it take us 10 minutes to get here, not knowing that we were talking about a lot of the background? So,
2: right. And the reason it takes 10 minutes to get there is because I got to hear my own voice,
1: right? (laughs) Right. That's what and that should probably be in part of the intro, too. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point. Something like that. Yeah. That's what makes the show great. You know, it's that's what the show is all about you talking. (laughs) <laughs> Most great shows, the hosts talk a lot about themselves and you feel like you know them. You feel like they're your buddy, like you've known them for years and you've never met them because they're telling personal stories about themselves. They're not just talking about business or they're not just talking about podcasting or model railroading or claymation. They're talking about themselves.
2: Yeah. And and all the people, like I prefer if all the people on this show have stories too, because it's always interesting. Like, everybody has a story. That's I, probably where I that's probably where I got the original ideas. Everybody has a story.
1: Definitely. And that should be part of your intro. You know, the fact that you yeah. like to talk and everybody has a story and we're going to find it. And it just yeah. happens to be, you know, under the guise of model railroading.
0: Well, the, the thing I thought you did, you've, you've done a couple things really good. And uh, I have a quick clip here of you doing something. I was like, oh, I'm so glad he did that.
4: Yeah, okay. he's he's a he's a big UP guy, but I recently switched over to KCS.
2: So and what did you say you had a T one?
4: Uh an SD forty T-2.
2: All right. Now that's, you guys not a, not everybody, not everybody knows what the heck you're talking about. So we well, uh, SD forty.
0: So I thought that was great because as much as later you guys get into the weeds. And you're, it was like, wow, I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, And that's actually, to me, I smile when, it, when you, when people start doing that, I'm like, and it's, and you can tell, you can hear the passion and you guys are talking about weathering and all this other stuff that it was like, it was just really, really cool.
1: T dash two, T dash three, whatever it takes. Yeah. And then,
2: <laughs>
0: and so I love the fact that here at the beginning, when you start to kind of get into some of the jargon, you're like, Hey, hold on, let's, let's back up a second. So Right. There, there were times when there were inside jokes that I'm like, I. Yeah. And so here's here's an example
2: of that. And then we got Shane, the young gun, who's from Kansas City, and you know that story.
4: <laughs> yeah. As an avid listener of the AML network, yes, I do know that story. <laughs> if you've been playing along
3: at home. Yeah. 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 yeah.
4: And if you haven't been playing long, we do suggest that you listen to the back episodes. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> 52 and the email shows, both great shows. There we go.
0: Well, at least he gave me where to go listen. But when he's like, you know, Kansas City, and I'm like, actually, no, I don't. But, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I
2: think that's the number one rule you can break is like doing it i hate inside jokes i try not to do it and when i catch myself I, I don't like it and when other people do it i try to stop them
0: well the other thing i wanted to point out is that was at the 13 minute mark so you're actually introducing your co-host you kind of talked to them at the beginning but the official like introduction was like 13 minutes in and i was like again it's like eh, maybe you might want to move that up a little yeah a little bit yeah, I
1: thought I felt the same way that, you know, 12 or 13 minutes in, we finally introduce everybody on the show. Uh, I thought that took a little longer. And then as we go through it, I just like to hear you hear you use the hosts names more often all the way through the show, because if you did that, by the time I'm at the 90 minutes and I finished the episode, I'm comfortable. I know who everybody is on the show. And, uh, you know, when I listen to the next episode, I'm right there and I'm. I'm part of the party. I know I'm in the club. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which takes me, we'll, we'll get to your website, but I'm looking on the website under the, uh, the crew. And there's yeah. like 127 people on there. Like are all of those people on the show or is it just the three of you on, on a regular basis?
2: No, there's, uh, I would say probably now there's like seven or eight people that come and go and you know, they're available when they, uh, the problem is, you asked about editing and I don't, you know, I try to keep it to a minimum and like, I basically created a monster here and you know, people want more and more and more. And I, you know, I just don't have the ability to produce as much. It's easy to get, it's easy to do the podcast and talk to people, but you know, to get the shows out, you know, like, so what I do now is I try to put out two shows every, every Monday morning one on the free side, on the Lipson side, and one on the Patreon side, and I and I've been loyal to that now for going on a year, so that people can expect it every every Monday morning, there's there's two shows that they can listen to. But you know, all these there's people that so you know if uh Joe Blow it you know if Bruce isn't available, I'll get Tom Jacobs to come on, and if Tom's not available, and so these guys and you know more and more people they like being part of it, so you know you kind of. It, it kind of grows and it's kind of fun. They they get excited about being on it and everything. So
1: well, and I think that even leads more into using the names of the hosts more. Yeah. Because if there's there's four guys on the on the website, you and the other two guys, and then a a a fourth guy I'm, there that are like the main guys, and then there are four down below that are kind of like the supporting cast, like the other yeah. guy. So if we're rotating through eight guys on the show, that even makes it more critical that we use their names often. So we get to know the the entire cast and the the supporting cast, especially.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really good advice because that's why I wanted to do this. Because I really have no, you know, there's lots of guys that listen to the show and love the show, but I really haven't had any professional like, uh, excuse me, you didn't tell anybody who you are. You right. know, or or like that. You know, I mean, I'm I've been, you know, I, I'm pretty sure NBC isn't gonna replace Lester Holt with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and you know what? That's why we do this show, because we know that there are a ton of podcasters who who don't know what they don't know. That's our whole goal is to just kind of give you some basic tools that if you easily, easily put these into place on your show, that it can tighten up your show and just make it so much more powerful than it is right now without changing the content or the personality yeah. or who you are or anything about that. It's just tighten this bolt, and loosen that screw, and all of a sudden we're, we're on to better things.
0: I found another clip of something I thought, wow, that's really good. I, I love the fact that it is very much like very much a conversation. It's you, you have an idea of kind of, you know, obviously you're going to be talking about trains and uh, things like that. But this was a great example of the fact that you're actually listening to your guest.
2: And extended use, like, what what for? Like, why? how did they change well, them? Well,
4: the uh, hot uh, diesel exhaust in the tunnels, because they're longer, where these units ran, would heat the air up where the radiators on an EMD are up top. Right. And it would suck in the hot engine exhaust, and the locomotives would overheat.
2: Oh, okay.
4: And so EMD combated that by... Changing the radiator design on them and putting the radiator intakes near the walkways of the locomotive, which are, you know, I don't really know, 10 foot or so yeah. lower.
2: Yeah.
4: Which would suck the cooler air from lower in the tunnel so the locomotives wouldn't overheat.
2: Wow, that's cool. That's amazing, really, when you think about it. There's a lot, a lot of locomotives are built specifically for certain railroads, for certain things.
0: And so I missed the beginning of that clip. At the beginning, he was saying something and you said, well, wait, why did they do that redesign? And so the fact that you listen to that, but that cool story about history and redesigning how they, you know, made that engine came about because of a follow-up question because you were listening. And so to me, I just heard that. I'm like, that was a cool story. Then if you'd just been like, great, uh, question number seven, you know, what's your favorite? It's so it was a cool Kind of thing. And I was like, that was a good job of just listening, and a good follow up question leading to a great story.
2: Yeah, most of the people are pretty interesting. A lot of, I've had a lot, you know, people that you know I'll talk, I'll contact somebody to interview, and they'll say, "Well, what is the topic or the questions?" I said, "I have no idea," <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's perfect. You do a great job through the entire show of of having that conversation, and the an interview becomes a conversation when you take the time to actually listen to what your guest is saying. It's an interview when you just go down the list of questions. It becomes a conversation when you ask great follow-up questions. You listen to the, you listen to the answers your guest is giving and you let that help you mold the story that you're telling and bringing out that story from your, from your guest. And that's why this show does a great job of exposing the background of these people is because you listen to their answers and you ask great follow-up questions.
0: Yeah, and I think this is my favorite clip. It needs no introduction. How many? Was I want lot. to
3: say it was over four thousand locomotives produced in the SD40 uh, family, including the SD40-2, T-2, the -2 SS, which was a Burlington Northern test bed, and then the -2Fs, which are the Canadian barns. Mm-hmm.
1: The, T2, the T2s were 312 were produced.
0: Yes, because I had no idea what they were talking about, <laughs> and the thing to me, you know what that reminded me of? Sports guy's going wait, wait wait no Mickey Mantle had 37 hits in 54 and then Robinson had that and Babe Ruth like quoting stats and like
1: yeah. Yeah. His, his OBP was uh 3/4 yeah. yeah. and are like what is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So thank goodness thank goodness I don't have to know it cuz these guys do.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that was one that I was like these are guys that are you know up to their neck and, and everybody there knows what they're talking about and they're having a great time. And they're the fact that they're all learning from each other. No, no, that was, that was the T2, not the T3 that came out two years later or whatever it was, you know? So yeah. I, I love the fact that, Hey, um, it just shows the knowledge of the panel.
2: Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and so that exactly. was, uh, again, um, it, it adds that educational element to your show. So, and and that's for kind of like your show is at times for the Uber you know, a uh, model railroader, you know? So that's, and that's the stuff they're like, oh, that's awesome. That's exactly what I thought I've been. What's the, like, if I go to buy a locomotive, like just the first train, like the, whatever they call that. I'm, again, I'm showing my ignorance here. Yeah. Like, what's that thing go for?
2: Uh, a good plastic locomotive nowadays, a good one, quality one, and goes for about 260 bucks.
0: Yeah, it's gonna, I, I'm gonna say, I, I have a feeling that this is not like, $20 target stuff. I'm like,
2: <laughs> not anymore. No, no, those days are gone. And I mean, there's still that kind of stuff out there. And I mean, it's ever since I started this podcast, this hobby is way bigger than I ever realized. Like I have met so many people and there are so many people to talk to. And
0: well, and that's, it's, it's kind of got an element of the Larry King. Like I want to come at it from the listener's point of view. So like, I have a clip here where you're asking, um,
2: what page Jason or something like that.
4: I I don't have one personally for my stuff. I run a couple of different ones. Um, Central Indiana Model Railroaders is one, but I don't, I don't get on there much. Uh, honestly, I do most of my uh, Facebooking uh, yeah. on the Chessie System Modelers page. Okay. Is where I post most of my stuff.
2: And that's a group of guys that like modeling the Chessy System.
4: Yeah, because I'm I'm a Chessy system modeler. So what's it called? Chessy system? Uh I believe it's called this Chessy System Modelers.
0: All right. So I would almost like give him a check mark by like, dude, know your website. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Chelsea, I don't know. Um but there was a certain element that we you're just kind of figuring it out as you go along. And so that's why I say it's kind of a Larry King approach and there's nothing wrong with that. It hasn't hurt Larry any. I mean
1: I think as we dug into this, I, I like the fact that we just kind of see where the uh, interview goes. But here toward the end, you know, we're about a, uh, an hour, 10 hour, 15 into it. And uh, you start digging through his Facebook page. That was one. And, and, you, and you start going, yeah, you know, here I'm seeing this and here I'm seeing that. As a listener, I kind of felt left out because I wasn't okay. able to see that. You know, you're like, oh, here, there's a photo of you and this other guy, and you're wearing the hat, and you're standing by your right. display, and I'm going, well, damn, I wish I could see that. You know, I, I felt kind of left out, and it felt to me like you kind of ran out of stuff to talk to him about. So let's just open your Facebook page and kind of go yeah. through your timeline, and it felt a little meandering to me, like, like we weren't tightened up quite enough there. Even I, if you're I, scrolling through his Facebook page go uh, and you find something let's say he attended a model railroad show in denver back in september um and you see, because you see that on his facebook page i wouldn't refer to his facebook page that you're looking at it right now i would say something like uh lionel didn't i see on your facebook page that you were at the show in denver back in september and right say, oh yeah that was a great show i hung out with a bunch of people like so it looks like i knew something about you but really I just have your Facebook page open in front of me yeah, rather yeah. than me saying, Hey Lionel, I'm looking at your Facebook page and I'm scrolling through the, because this interview isn't holding my attention. I thought I'd pull up your Facebook page and start scrolling <laughs> through your timeline to see what else we could possibly talk about. Cause I've run out of things to ask you.
2: Yeah, You know what I mean? Well, so, and people seem to want podcasts that are long. Like they all, you know, uh, I, I would prefer if they were shorter, but everybody's like, no, no, we want them to be long. And then I'm like, okay. And you're, and you're again, going back to the same thing. I really had no, that's one thing that really bothers me is I'll refer to something or, or somebody else will refer to a particular photo. And I'm thinking, nobody's going to see that. The only way they're going to see it is, if I take the time to put it on the website and that's probably not going to happen. Right. It, well, you know,
1: you know I, people say, well, Ed, do people want long podcasts or short podcasts? And it really comes down to the topic and the subject matter. You know, Dave always quotes, uh, Valerie Geller. It's never too long. It's only too boring, you know? and, <laughs> So you have to, if if you think of model railroading and you think of, all right, who, who are the guys listening to this? You know who I picture listening to this, the, the model railroader who's down in his basement, he's got his spread. He's working on his, uh, his mountains, you know, he's putting, getting the, the, the green on it as he's getting the tunnel built right. through it. You know, he's going to be down there for three hours and need something to do. So listening to a 90 minute podcast is nothing for that guy. Yeah. But on the other hand, if if your podcast is designed for guys who uh, get on the treadmill, then you might want a 20-minute podcast or a 40-minute podcast because that's all he's going to be on the treadmill. He's never going right. to get through a 90-minute podcast. Nobody's going to be on the treadmill for 90 minutes. They're going to be dead. So it, it all really depends on your subject matter and, and where your target audience is spending time. If you're doing a woodworking podcast, make it two
2: hours. Because the yeah.
1: guy's probably listening to it by himself in his shop while he's woodworking.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, that's where a lot of guys say they 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 listen to it while they're working on their layouts. See, the there two places is. the two places is is they're working on it while they're on their layout or on their long commute to work. Yep, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the it. Two places I, they hear listen to it the most. And you know?
0: um, this is the clip I found of you promoting your Patreon. Exactly. I didn't find a clip of you promoting your Patreon. So uh, that was the one thing that I was like, hmm, that we'll get to your website here in a minute. But if you want people to sign up for that thing, it's not going to happen through osmosis. And uh, your website, we'll get to that in a second. But there are a lot of people that will listen to your show and never visit your website. And so that's where you're talking about, you know, if you have a picture of somebody, if you want to get somebody to your website, You can can say, hey, this guy did great weathering on this caboose, and it was awesome. Wait till you see it. Go out to the website. It's, again, this is episode, you know, 106, and you'll see the picture of the caboose. The people that are really into that will go out to your website, and now they're one click away from that Patreon button.
2: Well, the thing that happened to me was I did the podcast completely for free for two years, Mm -hmm. and then I started the Patreon page, and some people got so angry. Of course that there was patreon and i'm like finally it kind of dawned on me i i thought okay so let me get this straight you're mad at me because i won't give you something for free (laughs) right (laughs) and it's like so people were like you know don't be you know uh it's art uh, man it's yeah yeah exactly and they would be like you're gonna start promoting patreon you're gonna be talking about it constantly blah 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 and i thought no no, I'm not just, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about it constantly. It's just, it's there if you want it. And, and, you know, um, a, a, the best way I can describe Patreon to me is, um, if you go to a model railroad convention, they have, there's many, many regional conventions and every year there's a big national convention. And I used to give clinics. And if you gave a clinic and you had 30 people in the room, you considered yourself, that was really successful. Well, right now, at this exact moment, I have 121 people that are paying every month, and I consider them – now I consider them to be the people I'm doing the podcast for. Those are the people I concentrate on. And, and, you know, like I say, I I haven't really chased them. They've just kind of migrated towards it. Like you say, I probably should promote it more, but I'm concerned about going, hey, sign up. Give me money. Give me money. Now
0: it's – all you have to be – because I think a lot of people think they have to do like a two-minute commercial – and explain, here's what you're going to get. But wait, there's more. There's, you know, it, it, it can be as simple as, hey, thanks so much for listening to the show. If you want more information, we've got more, you know, if you want to dig deeper into the conversation, simply go out to a modelerslife.com Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We have extra episodes there for the Uber fan or the super fan or whatever. So if you want more information, here it is. And it helps keep the lights on here at A Modelers Life. And that's it. And, and those people that will... You know, it's one of those things, the more you, and it it is, it's a a catch-22. The more you talk about it, the more sign-ups you're going to get. But if you talk about it too much, well, then you'll start having those free people that are like, all he does is talk about Patreon. So it's it's kind of a catch-22. I I would
1: suggest a a brief mention at the beginning of the show and then a brief mention at the end of the show and call it good. Yeah, yeah okay. Don't go into anything long. If you only do it at the end of the show, you're assuming that all of your listeners get all the way to right. 90 okay, minutes.
2: Okay, that's so, a good point. Yeah, yeah. So, actually it's so probably, you know, you could kind of do this at the end at the start. You know, like you say, introduce myself, make it do a little bit. Yeah, that's a very good. That's excellent advice. So, that's where I'm at. What's the
1: difference between your episodes and the conversation with such and such?
2: The episodes are what the show was originally intended was I was going to interview people, talk to them about model railroading, talk to them about their life, you know, and, and just, that was, that was the basis of the show is it's episode, uh, you know, 72 this week. We're talking a, you know, like in April, we have a two parter with a fellow fellow named Blair Coistra, who is well renowned for having documented the end of the Milwaukee road in the seventies when he was 18 years old. And when he was 18 years old, he had the cover of a major magazine called trains magazine. So we have a two part. So we have episode 95 and episode 96 is with Blair Coystra. Everything else after that is an opportunity for me to just have fun.
1: Gotcha.
0: Okay. Well, here's how you, uh, here's how you end your show. All right. So go ahead, Bruce,
2: give it a shot. I'll give it a try. So if you want to contact us through uh, email, it is a modeler's life. That's modeler with one L
4: as in, oh, boy, life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not two L's as in, in Lionel. Um, let's see. And, uh, well, you, know what? you know what? You're, you're, you know what? You were right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hey, he warned you
2: <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> fair warning all right Shane would you like to take a try at it
3: uh yeah sure if you guys would like to contact us via the uh the Gmail I mean Gmail medium you can email us at modelerslife that's modelerslife at com. one L no A
2: all right uh uh Jason do you know what your job is I'm pretty sure I need to say happy rails to you you do but not yet <laughs> Okay, I'll wait. Okay. Well, Jason, as we close the barn doors on another episode of A Modeler's Life, and the sun slowly sets over the back 40, I guess there's nothing else left to do except for you to say...
4: Happy Rails
2: to you. And as I look at my
0: uh, timer, there's another 45 seconds of Happy Trails, (laughs) which is a... And, and and don't shoot. The, it's my personal pet peeve. Music for the sake of nothing drives me crazy.
2: And my my secretary's daughter, who is very hip on uh social media, goes, "Why is that so long? Yeah, ten seconds." She goes, 10 seconds. Yeah. Turn it off. Ten seconds."
0: I always, I know people is good. There's a fast forward button. I'm like, not when you're driving. There isn't or. You know,
2: Lionel, okay. what you might
0: do, I know you don't want to do a
1: whole lot of uh, post-production, but you might add that in in post-production yeah. and, and roll it underneath the end of the episode. So 45 seconds left in the show, the music starts to kind of come okay. in underneath everybody um, yeah. quietly. And then maybe at the very end, you say, you know, happy rails and you're out. And then it kind of gives maybe two beats. And then there's the there's a guy at the very end says something or another. Maybe that hits and then the show's done. Okay. You can just slide that piece in. That's what I do at the end of my show. I just tuck it in underneath and post-production takes me like two seconds, mix it down, call it good. Right. Exactly.
0: We talked about this before we hit record because it's on your website and then it's there at the very end is this whole Lincoln thing. So why don't you explain that?
2: Okay. So, uh, there was a fella, uh, Jim Lincoln who lives uh, in the Boston area. He's a conductor, uh, for the Boston light rail, the, uh, not for the mass transit but anyways he's a conductor there and he's a trained guy and he's a kind of guy that hangs out and we always knew each other for years and he kind of he kept hinting around about being on the show and one day i was talking to him uh, talking about him and i went you know bruce jim lincoln shovels just down the street from fuller field and across the street from the dairy queen don't forget to pick up your car at jim lincoln shovels and that's how that's how that came about and what is and the- then? Well, go ahead i was just i was just gonna say and then one of the fellas uh we used to do these fake sports reports about the, about jim lincoln about the uh in clinton massachusetts the fuller field it turns out happens to be one of the oldest baseball parks in the in north america so we did these goofy little uh, uh sports reports about the the link uh, the clinton massachusetts whatever they were called tigers or something and then one night, by the guy said, "It's a, we said something funny when it, it's another Lincoln Homer."
0: God, I just, I just know from an at-star viewpoint, I had no idea what that was, and I was, yeah, it was kind of a weird, like, what was I supposed to understand <laughs> that? So it was kind of a, a little confusing point. Um, well,
2: yeah, it is because I started the show three years ago, and that was a bit that we did three years ago, and it kind of stuck.
0: So
1: there was a radio host that used to do, he was out in LA on, uh, on the, on, uh, the big station out there back in the top 40 heyday in the sixties. And he would end every show with Terry Delgado. Where are you? And nobody ever knew what the hell it meant, but he ended every show with it. <laughs> and, and to this day, I have no <laughs> idea what it means, but that's, that's what he would do. It's part of the yeah. show.
0: All right, so we're going to switch gears a bit here and talk about your your website. And the one thing I just wanted to point out that if somebody said to me, "Go find the podcast A Modeler's Life in iTunes." So I typed in A Modeler's Life and it's saying there isn't one. And this is why I asked you uh, again earlier before we hit record, why is there no space between a Modeler's between the word Modeler's and Life because I have to put that in there. I have to put I have to take out the space to to bring up your podcast so right you you so when you tell people that when you say the podcast is called a modeler's life you need to start saying modeler's life is all one word otherwise they're not going to be able to find you
1: well that's odd because when i looked on my iphone i just typed in a modeler's life like it normally would and it It was the first thing that came up there you go
0: see welcome to the lovely world of apple on the yeah.
1: iPhone, it works.
0: On iTunes, iTunes on the it
1: computer, it doesn't.
0: Which is really good because I, the iTunes, is nobody's using that hardly anymore. So there's a couple things that we can talk about here on your website. I, when I first pulled this up, and I was like, okay, cool. So I, I'm seeing it, and I don't realize that if I scroll down, there's a Patreon button here. So I'm looking right here, and I'm like, well, let's check out his Patreon. So I came up to more. I found Patreon. And when I came to this page... It's super easy. There's no way. None of these are links. There's no way to join your Patreon.
2: Aren't they? Oh, okay. No. So I've not put the links in there. Then. Yeah.
0: So it's, it's, it's on the front page, which I get.
2: Right. But yeah, when, and I need to link it. Yeah.
0: But when you're on the Patreon page, there's no links. And I was like, okay, that's, if that's one of our goals to get more Patreon people, Yeah. because you do absolutely. a great job of explaining what it is and what it does and the different levels. But when I'm on that page, I can't actually get to it, um, but the, the website's fairly clean. Uh, you know, you scroll down and, and everything. I, I love this picture with all the, the crew here and you get right to the episodes. And uh, if I were to actually click on these, if I remember,
2: wait a minute. Uh, on the, Yeah. There's links there beside the picture.
0: Oh, is this a, oh wait, this is an, that's a Patreon episode. Here's yeah. one. Um, so I have to either listen to it on the Libsyn site, or I can listen in iTunes. And one thing I wanted to point out in this, it works. It's all uh, cosmetic. You are using the Libsyn podcast page from 2005 and the new one, just to show you the story behind podcast. This is a great example of what the new Libsyn page looks like. Which, wow. Yeah. And you've That's got, cool. you've got all your subscribe buttons here. You've got your player where the old one again, this was two thousand five, this is the new one. So I'll send you an email. There's a tutorial I can send you through just to, to, cool. to just make it a little more pretty. Um, and do you know
2: do you know of a guy that I can hire to help me with some consulting at you all? Know?
0: Uh, I do. I, I there's <laughs> some guy from the school of podcasting can probably help you with that, I would think. But the other thing I was worried about is what if I'm an Android person?
2: I don't know. I, exactly. That's, uh, again, why I'm here.
0: So you're uh, you're on Libsyn. You can actually have your show listed in Spotify, which it's a weird stat right now. The last time I heard from Rob Walt, choose the vice president over there with only 13 percent of Libsyn users actually adding the Spotify destination. They're already number two compared wow. to. apps. So it seems to be. So either Spotify, Stitcher, actually you want to be in all these. Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Apple are the the big four. TuneIn is great because it gets you into the I don't want to say her name, but the woman in the tube from Amazon. Uh, right. It'll add you over there. Spotify is getting into a younger demographic, which is kind of cool. Uh, and then Stitcher's been around forever, um, and all those places it's free. You do them once, and then it just syndicates to those. So that was my only thing is that if, if I'm a Android person. You haven't, because when I go to the Libsyn page, there's really nothing over there either. So you might want to uh, add one of those destinations and it just makes it easy for people to uh, to get to it. The one I was also with uh, Eric, if I go to the crew, which is the second button here, um, there's my buddy Jim Lincoln again. But like I was confused by the Allegheny and Lackawanna Southern. Like, how is that part of the crew?
1: Yeah, so right above there, Dave, it says Lionel's best known as the builder of the Allegheny and Lackawanna oh, Southern. Okay, I see. The 20 by 30 HO scale layout.
0: Okay, now let's see. This is, this, this is proving that Dave didn't actually read the page. He was scanning it <laughs> and looking at it.
1: Um, you know what you might do, Lionel, though, is you might move that Allegheny and Lackawanna Southern heading, if you can, above that Lionel's best known paragraph.
2: Okay, because that's a good idea. Because
1: then that leads me into why we're talking about the Allegheny and
2: Lackawanna Southern. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. So that's the problem. Without any constructive criticism, you kind of stare at stuff and you're like Is that the photo of your uh
1: of your layout right there below yeah. the, the plan? Below the plan was drawn
2: yeah. by Bruce Mailboy. Yep.
1: Yeah. Those are some good looking
2: trees. Well, it was a pretty nice layout. I got I got yeah, it was a great layout and you know I got podcasting is, uh, probably what my favorite thing I've, I'm, I'm kind of like uh, the guy that won, you know, three, you know, like I've, I had my layout. I've had five published covers. on am model railroader. I've been in model Railroad. I probably wrote two, 300 pages of text in all the years I was there. So
0: the other question I have is Jim Lincoln paying you anything for this? Cause he's on every page. Oh, no, he
2: doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. Oh, it's just a running gag. Okay. Because
0: that's really prime real estate for
2: a. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I haven't advertised because I'm trying to keep it like. Right. I'm thinking, if I start advertising, you know, putting Google ads up there, it's going to look kind of cheesy. And
0: what Google ads are are kind of the, from what I hear, the, the, uh, the internet's kind of welfare kind of, you you don't make much from those. But I would just think, uh, there's got to be a train sponsor or, I don't know. That's just me. I just just see that I'm like, ooh, that's you know, that could be subscribe buttons. That could be a whole lot of stuff. But that's just me.
2: Yeah. Um, Well, no, you're right, and it's just it became a running gag. Again, the the trouble is, I never expected any of this. Right.
0: Because up here, and again, I'm I'm kind of nitpicking. These all have the same text and the same size, and then down here, this gets smaller and green. And I think you're trying to make it to tie in with each picture, maybe. But I just thought for me, I was like. Eh, it might look a little i I just thought this oh yeah
2: yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. um well i stumbled on the, doing the website on weebly.com because i interviewed a guy in australia whose name is luke town and he's a airline pilot with Qantas and he has a huge youtube channel doing doing instructional videos and i up until that point i didn't really have a website and i said to him i said what are you doing your website and he says weebly.com and man once i went there i was off to the races yeah so again a lot of this what i enjoy doing is talking to the people the editing of the podcast like maintaining the website the mailing out of the t-shirts right all that other stuff is all periphery like it's like yeah okay i'll do it and I, I i don't hate it but it's not why i'm here
1: right with regard to the inside jokes like the uh the chevrolet dealer guy I might recommend that you find a way to just make that completely over the top. Like you remember the old like garbage pail kids. Like it looked like it was for real. And, but the tagline, you're always like, Oh, okay. Now that's obvious that it's you right. Know. So on the Jim Lincoln Chevrolet Oldsmobile on the high street extension, you know, you might have something on there. Like the, the quote up here that says, I just got a great Jim Lincoln deal. You might, you might make that quote, like completely ridiculous. Like, you know, the Jim Lincoln car I got wasn't half bad or something like that. (laughs) Like nobody would really say. So that kind of just kind of, it it, it makes you go, well, this can't really be real, you know? And, (laughs) and, uh, you know, the, there's one where you have a picture of actually Jim Lincoln on there. You know, maybe that one says, uh, "I won't screw you too much" or something yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. You know,
1: so, so people get that it's it's not an actual Jim Lincoln dealership.
2: That's why I came to you guys because I need some sort of guidance. I need some sort of what the heck am I doing here,
1: Dave? I think we lost your mic again.
2: Uh, I think the show's better this way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, <Zach. laughs>
2: Okay, I should be back now. Am I back? You're back. Okay. You're good, yes. Um,
0: I did notice on this button, when you click on it, this is the one I think that confused me. I had to click on a flag to go to a store, and that wasn't super. Yeah, that's
1: that's right, man. Yeah.
0: All
1: right, so if I click on AML decal sets up here, I get this page, which has nothing for me to actually do. Is this the page you are on, Dave?
0: No, click on the one where it says Precision Design Company, the orange button at the top. Because that looks like something to buy. The orange button right yeah, there. Yeah, this one right here. Yeah. So when you click on that, uh, go up a little bit. There it goes. Select store to see prices. And that, the first time I went to it, took me. I I just kept going oh, back. Oh, right and, here. Yeah. That you have to click, and that. So me, I clicked on USA. Now the next time you go back, it's set a cookie to know that you're from the US.
2: Okay. So that's a that's another whole website. That's nothing to do with me. So quit yelling at me. About okay.
0: Yeah. The only thing I would add here is under more or somewhere on this page. Subscribe.
2: You know, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. You
0: need a button for click here to subscribe in Apple. Click here to do Spotify. Right. Click here because the, the one thing that helps your your downloads is subscriptions because that stops okay. people from having to uh, go back and, and go to your website every week and things like that. But everything else, right. you know, when I went through here, I liked the listener photos. I thought that was cool. Have you ever thought of having a... Facebook
2: group. I do have a Facebook page. Okay. okay. no Facebook Facebook page or Facebook Facebook group, group. Uh, Facebook page. I went that way because I wanted to be able to control what was on the main page. Yeah. You can pin stuff
0: like I have, I have this pinned right here that basically says play nice and don't spam us or you get get
1: booted. So, so Lionel, what you can do is keep your Facebook page where you post stuff about that you want people to know and things like right. that, because you'll need your Facebook page in order to have a Facebook group. Cause it has, the group has to have a page to link to oh, it okay. has To be, it has to be like a parent page and then oh. you create the Facebook group. That's a, a members only people have to apply to get in. So you look at them and you go, okay. And then like Dave has you pin that to the top. So you're telling people play nice or I'm going to kick you out basically. Oh, okay. All right. Flower it up however you want. You put that at the top and then people can come in and post questions and things like that. But if they're if they're getting out of hand, then you just give right. them a warning. And if they continue to do it, then you just eject them and, okay. and kick them out. Yeah. But the Facebook group then are people who can get in and talk about particular things. And then you can also post on your Facebook page. So as people are fans of your page, they see what you're posting specifically. They don't have to be a member of the group to see your page. But right. they do have to be a member of the group to see what's in the group.
0: So it it gives your audience a chance to interact with each other, which can then give you topics for the show. Right. And what happens is, in some cases, I know um, there's another podcast I listen to called She Podcasts, and it's for women podcasters. And they have people that join that group that don't know there's a podcast, but that then leads them to the podcast, and then the podcast, oh, okay. and then the podcast leads them to training classes that they offer. So in your case, you might end up with people in the uh, model railroading Facebook group that then lead to more listeners that then lead to more patron people.
2: So, okay, cool.
0: So it's, like, right. and it's free and it's one of those things you yeah. can always try it. And if it turns into a giant cluster, you just go, all right, and we're done. See you. Bye. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody yeah, else's yeah. headache. Um, her down. Yeah.
0: Eric, did you have any other comments on, uh, on the
1: website before we
0: start wrapping things up here?
1: Two things about the website. I love the clean look of it. And I love that finding the show is easy. I can't tell you how many websites I go to and you trying to dig for the podcast is a is a challenge. I love the fact that you scroll down and the latest episodes are right there, super easy to listen to. And uh, I thought I like the website. I like the website. I, it shocked me how many how many people were on the crew page, but other than that, I thought the website was great and I and I love just love the clean feel of it.
0: So as we wrap it up, I again, I I think the biggest thing that I learned was I was listening to it the last couple of days thinking this was a train show. And so most of my stuff was, why are we talking about electricity? Why are we talking about this other stuff? So that makes a whole lot more sense now. I, so I would definitely say that up front. Usually it's um, welcome to the blank, blank show where we blank. Yeah. That, that's an easy just, template.
2: For I was you. just trying to avoid being formal because it seemed to start out again. it all goes back to, <laughs> you know, people are listening.
0: Yeah, they are, and and they're kind of used to that, just from not that we're trying to be radio. In fact, in many ways, we're trying not to be radio. But right. nonetheless, if we can kind of let them know where they're going to go, if again, if we can kind of go back to the bus analogy, uh, yeah. they're, they're more likely to get on, and and yeah. and more importantly, they're more likely to stay on because yeah. if they if they start, and all of a sudden we're talking about the internet and in Canada, and they're like, wait, I thought this was a train show. They're gonna yeah, probably exactly. going to get off because they don't know what they, they have. So, but yeah, I, give
1: it enough structure to give it some decorum, but keep it loose enough to keep it a podcast. Yeah, yeah that
0: makes sense. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I thought the audio quality was fine for having that many people on it. Uh, you're always going to have somebody who's a little louder than the other guy, but all in all, I wasn't, I didn't have to reach for my volume knob at all. So I thought that was fine. I like the, I like the stories like Eric was talking about the, the guy with his dad. I, I still like the, the internet story. Where were you when you first saw the internet? I thought that was an interesting thing. I didn't understand it at the time, but the the helicopter turning on the electricity in places was it. You know, it's like, well, that's yeah. kind of different. Um, and so, you know, for me, I I would tighten up things a little bit, but I don't know that that's now that I understand the vibe of the show, maybe that's not the best advice. Uh, Eric, what were your kind of final thoughts?
1: exactly that. I, I would have said tighten a lot of it up, not knowing that it's a it's a show about people rather than a show about model railroading. Model railroading is just the common thread through everything. Um, if you put that up front and just kind of clue me into that as we're walking into the show, it all suddenly comes together. Yeah. Um, so that's my biggest recommendation. Otherwise, I thought it was great. It sounds like guys hanging out in the shop, talking shop and talking life. And that to me, it was a fun show. It, it, I, I didn't have a problem that it was 90 minutes long because that's what your, that's what your audience needs. That's what yeah. they're doing when they're listening to the show. I thought the content ebbed and flowed like guys sitting around having beers talking about life and they just all have model railroading in common. So I, I thought the show was solid. Just a, a couple tweaks here and there will make it a little stronger. Otherwise uh, you're good to go.
0: You can find Lionel over at amodelerslife.com. You can find uh, Eric over at podcasttalentcoach.com. Eric, what's uh, what's coming up in the future on Podcast Talent Coach? Anything fun?
1: Yeah, we've been talking about branding here this past week, uh, getting into talking about interviewing again and, uh, and the finer points of interviewing. I'm actually putting together uh, an interviewing workshop, going to bring a couple dozen people in and nice. and do some group coaching and, and uh, walk through the, Finer points of interviewing, turning your interviews into conversations. It'll be pretty cool. How about you? What's going on with the school of podcasting?
0: I'm playing with toys. I have a bunch of different toys, things that you can use to like make little snippets of your audio in theory to share on social media. So I'm going to look at those and see which one's the funnest. And then the big question is going to be: But does this really do any good? To I like, guess this going to lead to more downloads. Yes, it's fun and it's pretty and it blinks at me. But is it going to really bring me any more of an audience? So we be playing with that. And I have another segment coming up calling it's called bad, better good. Uh, because I'm just finding more and more podcasters are are obsessing over things that really just have nothing to do with your audience. (laughs) Right. So so, is doing anything to grow the show. Exactly. Right. So, but if you'd like to be in Lionel's chair, Lionel, by the way, Still have not made anybody cry. So thanks again for coming on the show.
2: <laughs> it was great. I really enjoyed it. You guys are, were a lot of fun and I did. I, I thought it was a lot of really good constructive criticism. Awesome. Um, I hope we helped. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Is, did I say it right? Is that the way you wanted me That's to say it?
0: That's it. The, the 20s in the mail, <laughs> You read buddy. the script perfectly. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, but if you'd like to be in Lionel's chair, all you have to do is go to podcastreviewshow.com slash review me. And uh, you can... Uh, sign up and uh that's that's basically when we put these out when somebody joins and says hey come look at my show we come over look at it schedule a time when we can uh, get everybody together and then uh we're off to the races so thanks for everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the podcast review show
4: This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.
0: Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about Book Launch Secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then he's going to talk about this course. And it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book, and you'll learn proven principles and methods to help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes. Books. And then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart, it's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for absolutely free, and you're gonna walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not gonna lie to you, they're gonna talk to you and ask you to take this course. But there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on and it's happening very, very soon, March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah, that's like, holy cow, it's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash launch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash launch. I can't wait to see you there.